As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. We are not a podcast. We are a community. Remember, your past does not dictate your future. You determine your success. Without further ado, let's get to it. What's up, what's up? We're back in the building. We have a special episode for you, a good financial episode with a good friend of mine, Erica Tribule. How are you doing, Erica? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I am well. I am well. I know I saw the the weather channel there in San Angelo, Texas. People don't believe that it gets ho- cold at home. Like, <laughs> t- tell can you tell our listeners like how cold it is right now? Yeah, it is 16, 16 degrees. And I think since lunch, we've gotten four inches of snow. It's a little crazy today. <laughs> and what's funny is it snowed two times when I was home in January. So I try to tell people it gets cold. You know, I know that they don't believe that in Texas, especially in West Texas, but it does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> That's funny. So um, obviously, I wanted to have you on. You know, we had some conversations when I came home, and obviously, I know the path that you and, and Trenton have been on for quite some time now. And I just think your story is amazing. And so I thought, uh, why not share that with the world? <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate it. For sure. Yeah, it's been a journey. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So we'll we'll just go ahead and dive in because I, I don't want to I don't want to delay. But based on a recent study featured on CNBC, people ditched traditional New Year's resolutions and decided to focus more on their financial well being here in 2021. What's funny is you and and Trenton have been well ahead of the curve, and and more kudos to you. Uh, but. Um, you've been well ahead of the curve. What made you decide that enough was enough and you were going to take back control over your finances? Yeah, that's a great question. So one of the major things about mine and my husband's journey is just that like the whole time that we've been together, we have just gotten along so great. Everything has been really fantastic. We, you know, we have differences of opinions on things, but we never really fought. However, finances was that one thing we just could never seem to get on the same page about. It was a constant push-pull situation where like we wanted to do better, but we didn't know how. We had no clue. We weren't raised on um, how to budget and how to save. I mean, you hear you need to save, you need to invest, you need to pay all your bills on time. But we weren't ever taught how. So after we had our second son, we had him December 2018. And we really, every increase of pay, we increased our lifestyle. And so right after, like right before him, I got a raise, I got a bonus, I got, you know, promoted, I got all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But then we realized the struggle of having two kids was just, it was really difficult for us. There's increased daycare. Of course, I needed a bigger car (laughs) to carry another child. Anyway, so we just got to the point that summer where it was very difficult. And our church offered 
Financial Peace University, which is this program through Dave Ramsey on how to budget and how to get out of debt and how to invest and how to save and how to save for kids college and just a thorough step-by-step plan on how to do everything. And when it was offered, we both were just like, yes, we have to do this because we were feeling the responsibility of having two children and having to put them through college and not even knowing how we were going to do that if we couldn't even pay our bills on time. I mean, that was the biggest thing. We could not pay our bills on time. And it was scary to think about how we were going to provide for our children in the future. Wow. Wow. And so how long did it take for you two to really, um, you know, grab a hold of that? And, and was there a platform that helped you to do that? Obviously, I know you said you were following the Dave Ramsey plan, but was there certain apps or certain things that helped along the way? Yeah, you know, really, we were both game whenever we got started with it um, and everything. However, I can say that Trenton was probably a little more reluctant to being he didn't see how we could ever not have debt. Right. He just couldn't see it. And he actually told me whenever we got started, I don't know how we're ever not going to have car payments. Mm. Like he just didn't see how that was possible. The Within Financial Peace University, there is a budgeting app that helped us so that we could sit there and do our budget together. But then he travels for work. And so he's able to pull that up and see where are we at for like restaurants or groceries or something like that so that he could grab some food if he needed to, or I could go to the grocery store and make sure I wasn't overspending in that category or something. It just really helped us to be able to connect and have those conversations about the budget and be on the same page instead of I only handling the finances and him having no idea what's going on. That was probably the biggest thing is that I was spending, paying all the bills certain times and he was spending without having any idea of what our finances really looked like. And that could So be the app problem. definitely helped us. <laughs> yes. Sorry, what? I was like, that could be a huge problem. Oh, it totally <laughs> is. It's a giant problem because he's a free spirit and I'm a nerd, which means that he doesn't want to be restricted by a budget. He doesn't want that. He's just like, no, I work really hard. I'm going to spend my money, Mm -hmm. which is valid assumption, but you also have to have control of your money. For sure. And we just didn't, we just did not, we were not on the same page with it at all. (laughs) Yes. And so I like that you said um, control over your money. How much more control do you feel like you are now that you have a budget in place? Oh my goodness. Well, I can tell you the the week before we started budgeting, we spent $400 at the grocery store mm. <laughs> in one week. It was just, just like astronomical, really, because we had food at home. <laughs> we oh. did. I know. But now we spend maybe six or $700 in an entire month. So we're just very intentional about what we spend our money on now and it feels better, especially because it's our choice. Like we're cutting back because we want to, because this is aligning with our goals and what we want to do for our future. And so it doesn't feel restrictive because we have a plan and we know we're, we're going to end up. So it just, it's way better. It gives you the freedom to put into the budget what you need to, spending wise. Some months are a little bit different because they've got a, we have events, 
But in general, it stays pretty close to the same. And it feels good now that we're a year and a, almost a year and a half in and it's like second nature now. Right. And I, it was funny that they, the saying goes, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail, right? Oh, 100%. And then there's another phrase that says, if you don't tell your money where to go, you'll wonder where it went. Mm. Yeah. I've, I've, <laughs> you can feel that mm-hmm. <laughs> when you start to budget. Absolutely. You give yourself a raise by budgeting. I love that. Yeah, it was... I started budgeting and we'll say, quote unquote, I sat down, did a budget three years ago. Now I started budgeting last year, the end of last Mm -hmm. year. So Mm -hmm. that tells you, yes, I had a budget in place. I wasn't actually following it until I think June of last year is when I actually started Uh following it. And we talked a little bit about that. Yeah, but you know, I think what the the common misconception that people think of as a budget is writing down their bills and their due date and estimating how much they want to spend at their grocery store and that's it. Mm-hmm. A budget is not that. A budget is counting every single dollar that comes in and out of your account and assigning it a category. And that way you're not surprised you know, you know exactly where you are for the entire month and you're not surprised. If you have an unexpected, you know, expense, you can shift that and that's fine. Right. But that's, it's not just your bills. It's every penny you're spending. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. It's funny, when I first moved to Charlotte and I was, I was talking with an old roommate of mine, when we first moved here, we felt like we had no money. Like we were working mm-hmm. to live for the weekends. Um, yeah. <laughs> and somehow we always had money for alcohol, like to go out. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just always money for that. <laughs> you know, like we, we prioritized at the time what was important to us. And, exactly. And you realize like later on when, when that's pro- like not a part of the lifestyle anymore, going out on the weekends and spending money and whatnot you realize, well, I was already prioritizing before. Like I can do that again and and be more strategic, obviously, with my budget and, and telling each dollar yeah, where to go. Yeah, you're just directing it so that it's actually beneficial, beneficial for your future, not for your present. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so definitely. You said, obviously, you and Trenton have, have an app. I have an app where I can track my budget, but your app is synced, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, mine is um, synced to our bank account, and it just makes it so much easier to keep track of those expenses Mm -hmm. because, I mean, I've got two kids and two jobs, and we're remodeling a house. It's just Mm -hmm. like I don't have time to sit there and look at my bank and look at my app and try to get everything done. So the app will drop in the transactions that come through for my bank, and then I can actually just drop and pull them into the category that they fit into. It just makes it so much easier. I gotcha. And so is Trenton able to see what changes you've made? Yes. That's Yeah, so we just use the same login, and he can see everything. Okay. okay. So there's no secrets. Like, then that was a big thing that I realized whenever we started doing this is like, I actually spent a lot of different, a lot of money that he didn't know about either, but I always knew what money he was spending because <laughs> I, I controlled our finances. And so it takes out that like secrecy in spending money and guilt. Yes. And I, re- I, I learned a phrase that's actually called financial infidelity is to keep finances from your spouse. Okay. And so that hit home to me. 
Wow. Wow. Yeah, I did not know there I know, was a right? term for that. <laughs> yep, there's a term for that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think it's amazing that we can track all of these things. Obviously, when you're even when you're married, like everything can be synced and you can use the same same information, be on yeah. the same page so you can actually accomplish all, your goals much quicker. Yeah, it's easier when you have the same goals and where you know you're working towards something too. So, it just made it easier that we were on the same page. Gotcha. So, you went through the Dave Ramsey plan from what you said. Yes. Okay. You, but you now teach people how to to manage their finances like from that same plan or how how like what happened um, from there? How did you get into well, teaching? So I, yeah, I, I went to financial peace through my church in the fall. And it was one of those things where I had been wanting to get more involved in the church. I just didn't have a place. I didn't know where because I didn't want to work in the childcare center. I mean, God bless little children, but that's (laughs) not my heart. (laughs) And so I just, once I got started with this, I was like, this is something that would be super easy for me because I was so passionate about it just getting started that I was like, I asked the coordinator if I could help out the next session. And he said, oh, absolutely. Which is just funny because, I mean, I'm not, I don't really see myself as like a teacher like that, but I just felt like I needed to. And it worked out because he actually couldn't be there for like half the classes anyway to do to his work. So it was just perfect. <laughs> but in the last summer, last July, I actually went through the financial coach master training, which is also through Dave Ramsey. So I'm certified to walk with people one-on-one about their finances and their budget and work through with them exactly where they're at and be able to meet them and be able to meet their financial goals. And it just kind of gives them, if they don't want to be in a large group, Mm -hmm. because financial peace is a big group of people sitting together, but not everybody wants to air their dirty laundry out yeah. to people <laughs> financially. <makes> yeah, so <laughs> I'm a, I'm just a coach. I'm a financial coach. So I coach people how to handle their finances better. Love it. Love it. Yeah. And, and you started doing that. Was that last year? Or? Yes. Okay. I got the certification in July and then really started partnering with a counseling center in town to provide those services there, I think in September. So it's been great. I mean, I'm still working on kicking off my business and everything, but stuff is really kind of starting to roll right now because I'm also partnering with one of the local schools to coach the students on how to go to college debt-free and which is just like I'm super excited about and I'm really hoping, I'm really hoping they absorb some of it, but we'll see. (laughs) I mean. So with people that you've been in talks with already, maybe couples or singles, have you seen that light bulb like go off? Oh, yes. (laughs) And it's so fun. It's so fun for me just because that was the realization I had. So for example, I had one couple that I worked with that literally are on food, we're on food stamps. Um, were behind on their car payment. I think by two months, they were about to get it repoed. They owed, I think, $1,000 on their cell phone bill because they were just so far behind. They just had no control. They had none whatsoever. Their first budget that they sat and did, 
they were so confused. They were so confused because they were just like, how do we have this much money left over? They were super confused, (laughs) which was awesome for me because I was like, see, see what happens whenever you write down your money and tell it where to go. And so since then, I think that was in January, No, that was in December. Since then, they've been able to catch up on all of their bills. They funded their starter emergency fund of $1,000. And they're starting their snowball now so that they can get themselves out of debt, which they actually, once they wrote it down, didn't have as much as they thought. They were just intimidated by what they thought it was going to be. But it was way less than what they thought. And so they're on a really great track now, which is just so awesome. It's so fun to be part of just because I I want them to succeed because they have the American dream. They want a house and they've got three kids and all of this. And they just didn't know how to get there. Yeah. And really just the budget's going to get there, get them there. Exactly. I always say like the intimidation of getting started is where people like lose hope. They lock up because they're just like, I'm so scared Mm -hmm. to see the mess that I've made of myself. Yeah. I mean, they just, they just are. And it's really just tackling it head on and just taking responsibility for what you've done and moving on. Right. (laughs) So essentially all it does is, is better you and your family. Like no one, no one in the outside, like outside, unless you're very open about your situation, no one knows what you're going through. No one knows like what your finances, like your financial plan and budget is. So like if you can overcome that fear to just get started, maybe start with like a budget or, or meet with like a financial like coach I, mm-hmm. I promise you, like the change is is going to be drastic. Like, absolutely, it's been amazing for me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I one hundred percent agree. This has been like a complete life change. And you know what I've taken away from the plan is like Dave Ramsey started this because he went through it. Mm-hmm. He went bankrupt. Yeah. He lost millions of dollars because he was betting on real estate. He had so much in real estate, and he went bankrupt whenever he had two children at home and he was terrified. And so it really, to me, made me feel, it made me connect with him and made me connect with the plan because he's, he's been way worse off than I've been. So if he can do it, I can do it. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, here he is 30 years later and he's a multi, multi, multi millionaire and that's fantastic, but it's because he's worked his tail off to get to where he is because he does, he never wanted to be where he was again for his family. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I always, when we sat down and talked about the Dave Ramsey plan, it's funny because my grandmother always talked about like budgeting, mm-hmm. and saving, talked about the Dave Ramsey plan of snowballing, um, snowballing that debt into the next debt. And I, mm-hmm. I sat around, everybody in the family listened to her talk about this over the years and no one actually took the initiative to like learn and, and understand what she was saying. Um, and I'm glad I was able to actually apply what she was talking about. Cause now it's funny. Mm-hmm. We have these conversations that we can laugh and she's like, Chris, you know how much money you would have saved if you would have listened to me back when? And I'm, like, <laughs> and I'm like, well, guess how much money I would have saved now because I do listen. <laughs> exactly. It's fine. <laughs> There's nothing we can do about that. Exactly. There's nothing we can do about 21-year-old us who doesn't want to hear anything about finances. They mm-hmm. just want to live their life. But, you know, 30, 
32 year old us, which yeah. is we would have listened for sure. Oh, absolutely. We'd be in a completely different place. But I, I do know five years from now, we're, we're going to be in an even complete, like better place, right? And it's just going to keep oh. getting better over the years. Yes, yes. I'm excited. I mean, it's amazing what has happened for us just in this last year and a half. I just like, it's almost unbelievable if I hadn't lived it. Actually, before I lived it, I thought it was unbelievable. Like when people were talking about how much that they could pay off Mm -hmm. and the position they could be within a year, year and a half. I was like, no, there's no way. Yeah, There's no way. (laughs) (laughs) And look at us now. Look at us now. <laughs> yeah. So I do want to touch on this because you've always been a people person, right? Like you love being around people and teaching and all of these things, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> and what's funny is when, no. when you told me like you were teaching, I was like, I wonder how that's going to go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Chris. Okay. So for anybody listening, that's a total joke because I'm terrified of people. I'm so scared to stand up and talk in front of people. This is, I think, like the cosmic joke of what's happening in my life right now. (laughs) Because I like, I have severe social anxiety. I have severe, just general anxiety. (laughs) And so the thought of standing in front of people, like in general terrifies me or just having random conversations just terrifies me. It really does. But it's so weird how when you, I've been praying about like something to do with my life that matters, that I could help people with, that I can enjoy and everything. I've literally been praying for this because I always felt like I kind of wandered in my career. I've had a great career. I, you know, I've had a company. I've still work for, have worked for, for over eight years, but it just like, wasn't quite it. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) so whenever I was praying about going into this coaching, I was like, Oh, I mean, I just, I couldn't let it go. God wouldn't let me let it go. Yeah. He just continuously laid it on me and laid it on me and laid it on me. And he actually gave me people to coach before I even got into coaching, like family members and stuff. Right. And now that I'm in it, how can I ask for something and not do the work to get it? Mm. You know, and you guys probably understand this with what you're doing in your podcast and everything. It's like when you're, you felt like you're led to do something, you can't not. Absolutely. You can't not do it. <laughs> and, and so really, and I realized this the other day, cause I went and talked to this, the, the, sophomores at the school that I've been working with, I don't have any of that anxiety prior to talking to them anymore. Like I just don't, it's not there. And I think it's because it's more, I'm being led to teach certain things and I'm confident in what I'm doing, what I'm talking about and what God says about it, because that's kind of the whole foundation of the plan is like the Bible actually tells us to live debt free. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 22, seven says the ritual over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender. Mm-hmm. And that resonates with me because like, I'm not just doing this just because I don't want payments, which I don't, I don't want payments anymore. <laughs> I don't want to send my money away, but God tells us to, to do this. And so 
I'm going to do it. I'm that kind of person. Somebody tells me, this is how you do it. And this is what you're supposed to do. And this is how you're not supposed to do. And I'm going to be like, okay, cool. I'm going to do that. Especially if it comes from the word of God. Absolutely. <laughs> That's just it. Absolutely. So, I mean, how I just can't, I just can't not right now. And so I'm going to take the avenues, the doors that God's opening for me to be able to talk about coaching and living a life full of freedom away from, you know, car payments mm-hmm. and student loans and even mortgages. Yeah. I'm going to do it because I have felt the freedom. Absolutely. I love, I mean, I I always say like how foolish of me to pray for something. And and then when I receive it, it doesn't look like uh, what I had imagined, right? It's not the same. It's not the same place I wanted to be or the same home. I want just whatever it is. How foolish of me to like reject my prayers when he's blessing me (laughs) with that. Exactly. Because it doesn't fit because it always happens whenever you're praying about something, you have a picture in your mind of what you think it should look like. But that's not how God works. God has a plan for us and he knows exactly where we're going to end up. And so we have to just be faithful Mm. in his plan, in his direction, and and like what he's going to do with us because we're his vessels. We're not ourselves. We're not to live our for ourselves or to live for him. And for me, this is, I can further the kingdom and preach his word without all these conventional avenues that I have learned about my entire life. Mm -hmm. This is a different avenue that is suited for me because this is something I have struggled with literally my whole life. And now I have this freedom we're almost, you know, we're super close to being done with our debt. And I just like, I feel so good. I feel so good to just not to live differently. Yeah, man, I am so, I'm so proud of y'all. I'm so excited oh. for y'all. I'm, <laughs> thank you so much for, for coming on. You you were preaching and, and that word was oh. for somebody, I promise <laughs> I you. Hope. So in closing, What's the first piece of advice you'd give someone as they journey towards financial literacy? There's free resources everywhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Dave Ramsey Network, there's like an entire app you can get that has all of these different podcasts that you can listen to that teaches all of this. He's got books. He's got a website you can connect with a financial coach on there in your area, or you can reach out to me. I mean, I am building a business, but sometimes it's easier to meet with somebody face-to-face just to have those conversations, especially when you're talking about a budget. So I would just tell anybody who is like, I don't know where to go. Just go to his website, reach out to me. I can give, you know, Chris can connect y'all with me. I can walk you through anything that any questions you have to see, is this right for me? Is this plan right for me? Is coaching right for me? Or just go through financial peace. There's, I know that there's virtual classes now that can be accessed from anywhere. If you're, if you've been putting this off, the financial freedom or, you know, tackling your finances and you don't know where to start just because you don't know where to start, find one of those resources and use it. Just, don't be afraid. It is scary. I can tell you. First time we wrote out our debt, I was petrified. Petrified. But <laughs> there is a light at the end of the tunnel if you just start. You have to start down the tunnel first. That is so, so. true. 
just get yeah. started. Get started. Yes, sir. Um, I love that, Erica. Thank you so much. I, I love y'all and I appreciate y'all. We so love much. you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all again for tuning in. We appreciate y'all for always supporting us and tuning in to the Iron Sharpens Iron podcast. If you need financial advice or are trying to figure out how to get started, please reach out. I will be happy to send you resources and send you uh, Erica's information to touch base with her. But until next time, we love y'all. Peace.